Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Can't wait. But real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just amazing barbecue, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. Got a lot of great headlines I can't wait to dive into. A lot of great audio going with them as well. I'm fighting off whatever my daughter had. So hopefully I don't just start wandering down a very weird path. That could possibly happen. If you've listened to this show before, that happens when my my brain is fully functional, quote unquote. <laughs> then you add in some like, you know, borderline sickness. Who knows what the fuck is going to happen? Hold on tight, folks. Shit's going to get real, real quick. But you know what we need to do right now? Jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> After about, I think it's five decades, Russia was like, you know what? Let's go back to moon. <laughs> that kind of sounded like the count real quick. <laughs> that was supposed to be a Russian accent. Like, hello, let's go back to moon. But instead, I was like, let's go back to the moon. One, two, three. Ah, ah, ah. Although it would be like, three, two, one. Lift off. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> anyway, told you. I told you. I tried to warn you at the beginning of the show. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, Russia is like, yeah, let's go back to the moon. It's fine. Everybody's trying to go to the moon. I believe Russia is in a space race with India, and I believe India is expected to land on the lunar surface later this week. It might be today or tomorrow. Uh, so that's interesting. It's good good that we're going back there, I guess. Some people don't think we've been there ever before, so who knows? But not much is known of what happened to the Russian spacecraft that was supposed to land last week, this last weekend. Lunar 25 spacecraft crashed into the surface as it approached the moon. <laughs> it's like, shit. Like, so embarrassing. And they don't know what happened other than that they're saying it uh, abnormal, an abnormal situation. Conspiracy theorists are going to assume that it was aliens. Right? That's what they're going to say. Something tampered with their their instruments and boom, it crashed into the, the lunar surface. I guarantee you that rumor is out there. If it's not, let's go ahead and just start it right here, right now. Let's do it. Guys, according to my sources, that there was uh, some sort of abnormalities with the uh, software as the, the Luna, 25, Luna 25 spacecraft from Russia was approaching the lunar surface. Next thing you know, it crashed. <laughs> there is the, here's the last bit of transmi transmission from the, uh, you know, the Luna 25. People of Earth, fuck you! <laughs> Crash! Boom! <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's just... It sucks for them because that's a lot of money, dedication, a lot of scientists. You know, you know, fuck Russia and what they're doing, you know, being dicks to everybody. But that being said, when you look at the scientists, most likely the scientists aren't dicks. They're just 
they're in a weird situation. I've talked to several Russians around here, and they're just like, yeah, fuck Putin. <laughs> but anyway, we don't, we don't need to go down that political uh, rabbit hole. But anyway, it would suck to spend so much time and effort and just really just focusing on, on accomplishing a goal, and then it just bl- literally blows up right at the last moment. And that sucks. Sucks for those individuals involved. But that being said, I like to pride myself on somebody that uh, does a lot of research, a lot of, a lot of digging, okay, to find the truth in situations. I dug up some alleged audio from the guy that was uh, manning the controls back in Russia, okay? I had to jump through a lot of hoops. I could get arrested for this. <laughs> Not really. But I could be if it was real. Here we go. Hello. Mother Russia, we are nearing lunar surface. Things are expected to go smooth as goat's milk. I'm just kidding. I have no idea how to fly this thing. Look at me. Hey, I'm controlling the ship. (laughs) Anyway, oh shit, here comes the moon. (laughs) That could be real audio. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny, real quick, side note. When I used to do the rich Russian billionaire voice, that, that's what that is. That's the rich Russian billionaire, Mikhail Prokhorov, who used to own the Brooklyn Nets. And when I used to do that bit, if you don't know, if you're new to this program, when I used to work at the radio station in Denver, we would pretend that Mikhail Prokhorov, for whatever reason, kept, ac- kept accidentally leaving me a voicemail because he wanted to trade for Carmelo Anthony to kind of give you a date on when um, when we did this bit. But I would do it, and then instead of go, the joke is I would try to be a, do a real Russian accent, like, hello, I am a rich Russian billionaire who owns Brooklyn Nets. If you could, we need to make a deal to give me the mellow. And then, and then, it, that's not necessarily funny. But if you go, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at you. I was like, give me the mellow. And you're like, oh no, I'm not gonna do it. That that high pitched voice, the second voice, pissed off so many <laughs> Russians. Apparently, they don't they don't think it's funny. But when I do like a voice of, say, an Irish guy, well, top of the morning to you. Where's me lucky charms? Oh, what am I thinking? I'm too drunk to eat lucky charms. <laughs> Something like that. Like Irish people are like, that's funny. I don't care. <laughs> or when I do my Australian voice, it's like, um, uh, oh, God, I can't think of Australian voice right now. Holy poop. <laughs> I can't think of it. Hey, guys, how's it going? Listen, can you guys hear the kookaburra? It's in the background. <laughs> oh shit shit guys it's my mate he's over there getting fucked by a kangaroo anyway i don't know why i said that at the end. that's kind of gross kind of took it too far but anyway i like i make fun of every all these accents but not the russians they don't they don't find it funny <laughs> i had people threatening to beat the shit out of me i did so I stopped doing the that voice, that character voice, for several years. 
And the guys I used to work with, Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans, were like, come on, let's do Rich Russian Billionaire. And I'm like, nope, nope, not going to do it. I don't want to die. But I think now we've kind of moved on from it. And um, they understand, at least most of most of them understand that uh, it's a joke. Come on, let's just laugh. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, going back to the whole thing, that's got to suck for them to to put all that effort in there and then it crashes. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with India as they, they approach the lunar surface to see if, if, if they make it. And if they do, what comes out of it? What, what kind of studies, what kind of information uh, starts pouring out from the lunar surface? Maybe they'll fight aliens. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, I did want to play this, though, because you know who can't play this soundbite? Is Russia. No way. That's crazy. We landed on the moon. <laughs> you fuck you. I'm just kidding. Don't hurt me. <laughs> I guess uh, I was reading somewhere, or maybe somebody to told me, so I believe everything I see on the internet. That line from Dumb and Dumber where he's all, that's great. We landed on the moon. All improvised. And that's the bar scene when, when he asked the bartender, he's all, do you know a Mary Swanson? He's all, yeah, I know Mary Swanson. He's all, what's that supposed to mean? She lives in the big house on the hill, Aspen Drive or whatever it is. And as he's walking out, there's a picture of a, a newspaper clipping that says we landed on the moon. And then Jim Carrey improvised that line and they kept it. Just amazing line. One of the best lines in, in cinema. I love that line. And in fact, I love it so much. No way. Oh, that's great. We landed on the moon. <laughs> I love that. I love that. The owners of a UK sunflower field are asking their visitors to please stop taking nude photos at their family-friendly farm. What a bizarre request that they have to make. I mean, I've never, I saw this headline, I'm like, why is that a thing? I, I just don't understand why somebody would be like, you know what we need to do? There's a sunflower field, uh, field right up the street. You're thinking what I'm thinking? Heck yeah. Dick pics. Really? <laughs> it's just a beautiful background. Instead of having your toilet in the background, take a classy dick pic. <laughs> Ooh, look, he's in a field. <laughs> That's going to get the ladies going, huh? Or the dudes, whatever, wherever you're sending this thing. They're like, look at him. He put some thought into this dick pic. So gross, so weird. This is what they Sam Wilson, the owner, told CNN. We've always had people uh, take risque pictures, but this is the first year it's been a problem, <laughs> okay, which is why we put up signs. They've always had people taking risque pictures. I don't understand that. That's, that's insane. I've never driven by, like, a field of flowers or cornfield anything and gone I, I need to take my clothes off and take a picture honey honey or the kids one of one of you needs to come take a picture of me please 
so weird. Have you guys ever done that? Or do you know people that do that? That's just mind-blowing to me. I don't understand that. <laughs> so I have never had the urge to just take my clothes off and have somebody take a picture of me. Probably because it would just be a picture of sadness. <laughs> like, what is that? Huh. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of that. <laughs> Joking. Uh, U.S. US tycoon. We talked about this guy, guy a little while ago. Uh, this I'm reading from, I think this is New York Post. U.S. Ty, tycoon Brian Johnson, who spends $2 million a year to reverse aging, starts penis rejuvenation therapy, shockwave therapy on his junk, essentially. That's a good transition from the, the naked flowers and dick pics. Uh, I don't know if they're taking dick pics, by the way. They're just naked. I just assume it's just a bunch of dudes taking pictures of themselves naked. Anyway, to the next story. So he, this is the guy that was taking plasma and blood from his 17-year-old son, as well as his father or something like that, in hopes it would make him younger, something weird like that. And now he's doing shockwave therapy, which I want to say per week, he's doing like three sessions, something like that. And it costs him roughly, roughly three grand a week, something stupid like that. So ridiculous. It's, it's in hopes that it will help improve a erectile dysfunction. And he's quoted in saying, we are testing whether it improves total time nighttime erections, subjective sexual performances, sexual satisfaction, and medical imaging-based penile markers. Okay, dude. I mean, in a, in a weird sense, like, I, I think this is, like, this is better than taking blood and plasma from his kid. This is, I mean, it's just him. He just has some, like, shockwave therapy, like, I just imagine he's got like headphones on his junk, <laughs> playing like some Metallica. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he's trying different genres of music. <laughs> ooh, it's smooth jazz. <laughs> Is the, ooh, my wiener loves Candy G. It does. It does. <laughs> What kind of music does your wiener like? Hmm. That's the question. Let me know. To Huff Podcast. Just, just send me a, your favorite band. It, just, it loves Kings of Leon. It does. Garth Brooks. Yes. The Thunder Rose. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Woo. Woo. Anyway. Anyway. I told you. I told you. It's just one of those days. I don't know where my brain's headed. It's literally like, it's not even a ping pong ball. It's not even like, you know, I don't know what the hell it is. It's just like a, a little, like mosquito in the, like a little cup. And it's just like bouncing all over the place. It's like, That's my brain. <sighs> anyway, uh, a McDonald's customer allegedly almost ate something that she didn't order. Now let's hear from WTRF 
on the story. Bringing awareness to possible safety and health concerns is what one Jefferson County resident is trying to do after allegedly finding pennies in her chicken McNuggets from McDonald's in Wintersville. Beth Rupert Warren says that she had a responsibility to report what she experienced to the proper authorities in concern for the safety of others. Police say that they were dispatched to the McDonald's on Monday around 8 p.m. for a food complaint. After speaking with Warren, they documented the incident and spoke with management, making sure everyone was aware of what was being reported. Wintersville Police Captain Jason Fabian says that Warren really wanted to get the message out for people to check their food for their safety. Uh, they showed great concern that it was going to be a safety factor. If a child would get their hands on the food, it could be a choke hazard. Warren also alerted the Jefferson County Health Department, who released this statement to us, quote, The Health Department has been in contact with McDonald's regional management. Based on our conversation, we can confirm that they have removed the contaminated chicken nuggets by lot number from stock. Additional precautionary measures were followed. They've been in contact with their manufacturer about the product, end quote. So the lady's like, I just want to let everybody know. I don't want anybody to choke. Also, I need a fat-ass check from McDonald's, please. That's, I don't know how, I, if I believe this. Do you believe this? It seems so far-fetched to say that you found pennies in your chicken nuggets. I guess it's possible, especially when you you realize how those nuggets are, are, are made. I mean, it's just essentially kind of, ground. it is ground up chicken meat and if somebody was just sitting there counting <laughs> counting their money and <laughs> like one penny two penny ha 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 i got two pe oh shit fuck <laughs> it's in the mix i i don't know it just seems so odd i that being said i've never spent time in a meat packing plant or a plant like this where these would be made don't know if i ever want to I would like to go to a, like a sausage factory. <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> it's always been a dream of mine to go to a sausage factory. I just want to see how the sausage is made. I want to see how hot dogs are made. I just think that would be fascinating just to see. I don't know if I would want to eat a, a hot dog after that. Maybe I'd like to eat them more. Be like, dude, I, I respect the process. But going back to the story, it's just. It seems so odd that this would happen. And, and you know this happened at the manufacturer. It, I really doubt that it would happen at store level because store level would mean before they put them in the fryer or wherever they cook them up, they would have to insert the pennies. Like they would have to jam them in there. The other option is the lady's full of shit. And she's trying to just scam McDonald. That's a great possibility. We've talked about that plenty of times on this podcast. And just from, from my experiences alone, I know that there's a lot of customers out there just trying to get a free meal. And the fact that I used to work in restaurants, geez, I'm trying to remember, because for there was a, a good chunk of, it, of my time where I worked in radio and restaurants at the same time because radio pays jack shit. If you work in a restaurant and you think you make jack shit, go work in the media because you make even less. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I just, I, I'm trying to remember the time frame, but anyway, it, it was a while ago. But just the people coming up and be like, there's a big, long, blonde hair in my food. And it's like, we literally don't have anybody on staff with blonde hair. This lady has blonde hair. And then 
so I'm just saying in staff in general, we didn't have anybody with blonde hair at the time. And then it's just like people working on the crew during that shift. We're all guys that for a, a weird reason, because somebody called or they switched shifts with somebody and they were all guys with buzzed heads. So I'm like, yeah, I call bullshit on that one. Miss, I ate like three fourths of my fucking chicken bowl. I'll give you a new one, but get the fuck out. I ain't giving you a refund. Listen, if you need the food that bad, I'll give you the food, but I'm not giving you your money back. You can eat a bag of dicks. How about that? How about that? But anyway, that, that stuff happens all the time where people are, are trying to scam. Back when I worked in the restaurants, it was, it was bad. But now I feel like with the introduction in the rampant nature of social media it's just even worse even worse because everybody has a camera and i gotta be honest with social media sometimes that's the only way for you to get the attention of the individuals that you you need to get the attention of like i when i told you i think it was like last year it was mcdonald's we took the kids to mcdonald's and we got chicken nuggets. My wife got chicken nuggets and the chicken was undercooked. Like it was raw. And w w it was shocking because we we're like, oh my God, they do use real chicken. <laughs> we were shocked, shocked, but it was raw. Then I go up and talk to the manager and they're like, okay, like that's it. That's it. No, no offer of we're going to give you your money back. Do you want more? They did ask if I wanted more chicken nuggets. I'm like, no, we have no appetite for chicken nuggets anymore. It's disgusting. And my wife ate like a half of one, and I believe my son ate a half of one. Didn't apologize, nothing. Didn't offer to give our money back. They did offer to give us more chicken nuggets. So I blasted them on social media. Don't like doing it, but I had to because the store level didn't do jack shit. So I do that. Guess what McDonald's did? I want to say it was like within like 20 minutes. Corporate got a hold of me. And they're like, this is unacceptable. We apologize. But that's really kind of where it ended too. So they at least acknowledged it. Said, um, I think they offered me like free nuggets or something. Or <laughs> they, I think they offered me like a coupon or something. Or a gift card and I, I turned it down because I'm like, that's not what it's about. The thing is, is like if a pregnant woman goes in there and consumes that, you're putting her child, unborn child at risk. So that's a big deal. Anyway, so the penny thing, it's sad, it's scary. And like like what the, the reporter said, that the really what's scary is if if a child ate the nuggets because what do most kids want to eat when they go to McDonald's chicken nuggets and french fries so if there's pennies or small objects like that in the nugget they're going to choke and potentially die that's scary and it's just like it's it's uh, i guess you would say it's some sort of laziness on on either the manufacturer or just complete incompetence at the store level. But I, I just don't see it happening at the store level. It just seems more like a, somebody was being negligent at, at the manufacturer area. So anyway, you let me know your thoughts. 
uh, about it. I know one guy that chimed in. I wasn't expecting this guy to chime in on this story, but he did. Gary Busey was asked about finding pennies in, in chicken nuggets. It's not my gem. I don't buy gem. I buy honey, and I kiss it on the lips. <laughs> Always goes back to honey. It does. It does. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was funny. I thought I saved that that the, the sausage. He's a sausage, buttered sausage. Oh, I did save it. Here, hold on. Uh, Gary Busey had his thoughts as well about the chicken nuggets. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. It's not buttered sausage, dude. It's chicken nuggets with pennies in it. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. I read you loud and clear. Do you, Gary? Do you? Do you? Hey, we got more coming your way. But real quick, Sugar Fire in Westminster, it's my go-to barbecue place. And they're always legit when it comes to their food. Always top-notch. They're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. It's St. Louis-style barbecue. Baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey. They also got burgers, and they're all prepared to perfection every single day. And what's cool is if you follow them on social media, at Sugarfire Westie, Every Tuesday, as I record this, this is their their special. Every Tuesday, they have the Bronco Burger, which is a double cheeseburger, bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, and Texas hot sauce. I'm pretty sure I, as soon as I'm done recording this, I need to just mosey on over there and just be like, hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, wait, what's today's special? Oh, the Bronco Burger? Yes, I'll take one. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Every Saturday, they have burnt ends. I don't know if you've ever experienced burnt ends, but it's just its like a magical meat. you gotta, you got to try it. Every Sunday, they have smoked fried wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue sauce, uh, house buffalo, Thai sweet chili, or Nashville hot. Some of their most popular specialty sides are hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts, and sweet chili. Had that the other day. Freaking amazing. They also have cucumber salad and smashed loaded potatoes. Sugar Fire in Westminster is by far, by far, no questions asked, my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family-friendly, perfect for date night. They even do catering, so you go on and check this out. If you got a, a, a birthday party, maybe a wedding, holiday parties are coming up in a few months, uh, or even a big meeting at the office, you got to check out Sugar Fire in Westminster for their catering menu and it's just another level you look at it and you're like this could be mine this is amazing and then you start breathing heavily and then you have to take a seat and you have to wipe away the tears because you're just so happy so happy go ahead check out sugar fire in westminster off 144th and orchard parkway just east of huron on the south side of 144th follow them on social media at sugar fire westy Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Hey, you hear that? That's the sound of football coming back. And now is the time to place your preseason bets with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in Vegas. And right now, you can use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with promo code MILEHIGH. Don't, don't miss out this football season. Win some money with Superbook Sports and use that promo code MILEHIGH. 
Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This, oh man, it, it's it's like no kidding when I read this. It's like, wow, wow, who thought of this? That's so shocking. Nobody should be shocked about this. They shouldn't. But I think a lot of people are because that's the world we live in. We're like, oh, yeah, that would be a bad idea. What am I talking about? If dinosaurs escaped Jurassic Park, they wouldn't just eat us. It'd be much worse. That's according to that chat GPI or whatever it is, the artificial intelligence thing that's out there. Somebody asked, like, what would happen if uh, dinosaurs actually escaped Jurassic Park? What would happen? Well, it would be bad. It wouldn't be good. (laughs) Yes, they would destroy everything. Vegetation. Let's just look at it from that perspective. They would start consuming everything, herbivores. They would start uh, eating just all the vegetation. All the trees and stuff like that. We don't have that many trees because we fucking cut them all down. Think about that for a second. So you got fucking bronchiosaurus, whatever, (laughs) whatever. The big tall ones coming and stomping on our houses, trying to eat our, our trees, trying to get some vegetation. Obviously, the the carnivores would be taking out all the native animals as well as people. So our livestock, everything. Zoos would be like a buffet. (laughs) It would be. They'd be like, oh, they can't escape? This is fantastic. That's what what dinosaurs sound like. People don't know that, but that's what it is. I've done research, guys. I know what dinosaurs sound like. They don't sound like, or they don't sound like that. They actually, they know English, and they're like, hey, everybody, look at over here. It's the Denver Zoo. Let's go eat some, uh, you know. Maybe eat a giraffe. I don't know. Looks delicious. They can't run away. It's good. That's the way they sound. Anyway, and so and then, of course, people, you'd be living in constant fear if you did survive. Now, this is all assuming that there was a significant amount of dinosaur population. Assuming that the dinosaur population was strong, I guess, is a way to, to say that. I mean, because if it's a couple, I'm sure that our militaries would be able to take them out if if, if they did escape. But if it was a strong population, shit, man, you don't know. It would be it would be devastating. It wouldn't be fun. And and it kind of goes back to the idea of, uh, yes, we're reacting to this this ridiculous story that was put out there. And being a no-brainer, but it goes back to really the idea that we do have people dicking around with DNA, right? We do. We have the, those individuals that are mixing woolly mammoth DNA. We talked about this a couple times on this podcast of scientists messing around with woolly mammoth DNA to help keep the permafrost in, I believe it's the Arctic Forgive me if I'm wrong on that, but it helps uh, stop the release of gases and help will help the the atmosphere and all that stuff. So they're like, well, what better way to do it is than to mix woolly mammoth DNA with, I believe it's the Asian elephant, something like one of the elephant uh, 
species and then they mix it and then they plan on within a few years start releasing these these woolly mammoths to the tundra and and help maintain it we're we're moving that direction the 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 wheel is in motion that's bizarre to me we we were talking about what was it? The dodo bird. They're trying to bring back the dodo bird down in, I think, New Zealand or Australia. It's like, man, we're screwing with this. And and, and we kind of joke about this whole idea of if dinosaurs escaped Jurassic Park, blah, 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 it would be a bad thing. And then it's like, ah, like that's ever going to happen. But it could. It's possible. <laughs> Which is just absurd. It it doesn't make sense to do it, but we do that shit. Do we we mess with with DNA all the time? Talk to somebody that breeds reptiles. They they breed like snakes to get certain designs. I saw a, a video of this snake. It was two snakes actually, and they had smiley faces. No joke, like a smiley face emoji on their body. Don't ask me how the hell they did that, but they did it. There, there's a ton of things like that where they breed certain things together, mix things around. Now, that being said, that's, a, that's kind of a different way of doing, doing it. This, that's not like laboratory, I don't believe. But they're still messing around with that stuff, crossbreeding <clears throat> certain species. So... While we laugh at this and point our finger going, that's so dumb, we would never do that. We would. And even if it was outlawed clear across the board, there's still going to be some rogue scientist that's going to do shit like that. And the, then with, with that same idea is, yeah, we focus on the whole Jurassic Park thing, the dinosaurs thing, and all that. But... What's also scary is people testing on on human beings and growing uh, humans or human hybrids in laboratories and dicking around with their DNA. And that's scary to think about. Dude, people are off, uh, you know, all wonky anyway. And now you're going to be start you're going to start tampering with them. Did you guys see Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Great movie. No spoilers for you here if you haven't seen it. But <clears throat> if you have seen it, there is a scene where they're, they're <clears throat> one of the bad guys is talking about basically altering an animal and converting it into kind of like a human hybrid type of thing. And because of one element that was not being taken into consideration. It was making them extremely violent. It's the same type of thing. Like, we shouldn't be dicking around with these things because you just don't know what the end product is going to be. So it's, it's just interesting to think about. It would be neat from an outsider's perspective to see an actual dinosaur walking around. And, and, and really being able to observe how they actually act versus what we've always been taught in school. Be like, oh, shit, no, they, they do this, and this is what their voice, their, their, 
vocals sound like. It, it, it would be fascinating. It would be. Does it make sense to do? No, it doesn't. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Right? <clears throat> so, anyway. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my socials at Podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting it in doing what you do. I, I, I can't thank you enough. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you can. If you're able to give it a nice review, I appreciate that. If you want to give a negative re review, fuck you. Okay? Eat a dick. Okay? <laughs> All right. Anyway, don't want to get awkward, do I? No. Anyway, thanks so much to Sugar Fire and Westminster. You got to go check them out. I have so many people on a regular basis just say, dude, this is great. And they're sharing what they're eating. So if you go there, let me know. You can drop me a line and I'll have you part of the commercial. How about that? It'd be great. It'd be like give, give an actual a testimonial of what you ate. Just like Mark did with his cheesesteak brisket, which also sounds delicious. Oh, my God. See, that's the problem. That's the problem I have when it comes to food is everything sounds delicious at Sugar Fire in Westminster. And I'm like, sometimes I have a hard time ordering because I'm like, well, that looks good. That looks good, too. Uh, hell, that looks even more fantastic than, than I thought it would. And then and then next thing you know, I'm like, I don't know what to eat. <laughs> it's so delicious. I guess that's a good problem to have. Anyway, go check them out. Let me know how it goes at DeHuff Podcast on social media. It's Sugarfire in Westminster. Again, 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th. And also go check out Superbook Sports Colorado. Make sure you use that promo code MILEHIGH. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.